Three, two, one. White. Piccolo. I couldn't get past the word white. I said piccolo. Piccolo. Nice. I don't know why. (laughs) Every time I close my eyes, I want to say pineapple. Mm -hmm. So I choose something else. And it's usually also starting with a P. (laughs) Every time I close my eyes, my brain just like pictures concepts. So like just now it was this Starbucks cup that's in front of me that is very white. But I couldn't like, I couldn't make one word out of Starbucks cup in front of me that's white. So I just went with white. Chai there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. So, Allie. So, Julia. I know that usually I'm supposed to come up with a joke before we start the episode. Uh-huh. But I forgot Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot for the affogato? Affogato for the affogato. Oh. Now I have to go get avocado. Oh, oh darn. Now we got to go get it. <laughs> that is a quality joke so Uh today we are going to be talking long awaited about one of my favorite ever coffee drinks the avocado the avocado avocado wow i can't even say it i love it so much and i can't say it (laughs) the avocado Affogato, not avocado, cado, not avogadro, affogado. Alejandro? Nope, that's not it either. Oh, okay. <laughs> but before we get too far into that, mm-hmm. how you brewing? I'm brewing great. I, for whatever reason, this past week and a half, have had like a super burst of energy. I've been motivated to eat better. I have been working on a lot of cream and sugar stuff. Like I was just constantly Snapchatting you about, oh, also this and also this and also that. And sorry, here's another one. And like, (laughs) I was just Can confirm. It was quite ongoing, but not too bad. Not overwhelming. Okay, good, good. Just tell me if like, hey, I need a break if I ever get overwhelming. Okay. Um, I also started journaling again. I have kept up with my dishes this week, which is one of the biggest statements of my mental health, I think. That's so good. Thank you. I emptied my dishwasher like two, three times since last weekend. Um, But that's partially because like I had a bunch of old food in the fridge. I finally cleared that out. And then I that filled it up once and a half. So then I had to rerun it plus the dishes I used. And then I just ran it again the other day. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So yeah, I'm just riding that high. And this weekend is cozy and rainy and cold. So I might be super productive or I might take lots of naps. We'll see. I think mine's going to be a little mixture of both. Fair. Because I need to do things, but I'm finally able to relax. So I'm probably not going to do things. Mm-hmm. I um I also made myself a very long list of every project I've ever thought about doing. That like mm-hmm. I just haven't had time to or haven't had the energy to do. Uh, so now if I get bored this weekend... I can like just pick one of those and I don't have to like think too hard about it because that's part of my problem is I have to when I have energy but I don't know what I want to do I get overwhelmed and so I do nothing yes I understand that 100% mm-hmm. so now I have cut that part of the problem out and here I am yay good yeah, job thank you I'm proud of you thanks uh so with all that how you brewing Allie I am so excited to tell you 
what I've been doing for like the past month now. Yeah, I'm pumped because you told me you were doing something and that I haven't been able to know what it is because we took so long to record. I, I know I wanted to tell you on podcast and then we're like, we're not recording for like another yeah. month. Like, ah. <laughs> Every Monday through Thursday, I have been getting up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. To drive down the road and I do kickboxing. <gasps> That's amazing. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah? Yeah. So I've, I joined a gym mm-hmm. called Rockbox. Okay. And what they do is you are on one side of the gym for half of the time and one side of the gym for the other half of the time. It's a 50-minute class. Okay. So it's kind of like 20 and 20 and then a group exercise at the end Mm -hmm. or exercising the entire time and just group stretching at the end depending on what kind of sets are set up for that day. Right. Usually I'll start on the boxing side. So literally I'm putting on like boxing gloves and I do combos on a tie bag, which is the big one. Uh-huh. And then a tear bag on the other side. Ooh. So the the trainer will give you combos, and then you do that for however long, and then you get new combos, and you do that for however long. Ooh. And they can be very intense. Like, sometimes, even for the big, tall one, they're like, all right, lay down. You're going to do a uh, curl up jab punches so literally you're laying down and curling up and going jab punch or jab cross Uh and then you curl and go jab cross on the bag over and over again so it's an ab workout yeah um or i know how to do a roundhouse kick now it's it's that's awesome cool it's so much fun highly recommend if you have the money to splurge on a fun activity Mm -hmm. That is a great way to get in shape. Ooh, I'm pretty sure there is a kickboxing place relatively close to here. So maybe I'll give that a try like this summer and see how I it like is it. so much fun. It is very high intensity. Mm-hmm. So if you're the kind of person that does not need a high intensity workout, this maybe you could try something else mm-hmm. um, that what I needed was instruction. Right. Like I am I'm a gym person, but as soon as I go to the gym, I'm. One, anxious. Two, I have no idea what to do. And three, I don't know how to push myself. Mm -hmm. I need someone to tell me how to be a better athlete. Yeah. So I pay someone to do it now. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the other half of the exercise is circuit training, kind of like CrossFit. Mm -hmm. So you do your boxing and then you move sides of the gym and you do stations one through eight or one through nine, depending on what they have set up for that day. And what's great is that it's never the same thing twice in a row. Uh-huh. Even if it's the same kind of class twice in a row, it's never the same exercises. Oh, okay. It's just, it's so freaking cool. Uh-huh. I This is why I can't sleep anymore. I'm up at five o'clock every morning. Mm. So this morning I slept in until... Mm, 615 Ooh, <laughs> big sleep in times <laughs> yeah so i got up i fed the cats took care of what they needed to do mm-hmm. made my grocery list went to the store came home cooked and at about this time you were starting to say okay i think i'm gonna get out of bed now <laughs> i'm like uh-huh. i am up i am ready and poor mike mm. he was up because of me oh i made coffee I made him go to bed at 11. <laughs> so poor thing. He's been up. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny in the our discord where he was like, it's a long weekend. I'm going to sleep in. And then this morning he's like, remember how I said I was going to sleep in? I lied. 
<laughs> and you're like, what happened? What happened? I said, me, I happened. <laughs> so I started kickboxing, That's which awesome. I literally can't. It's, I'm trying not to make it my personality because <laughs> I love it so much. I vote we take our health thing, which actually I didn't mention it in my How You Brewing, but the whole you just need instruction and you're willing to pay somebody to do it is exactly how I feel about Noom. Because I started uh-huh. Noom because I know how to eat healthier and I know the things I need to change. And I can't keep myself motivated when I have to also research how many calories are in each and everything I eat. Exactly. So, like, literally, I uh, started Noom recently. Um, and I'm already down 10 pounds in, I think, about 10 days. That's amazing. Let me look. It also makes me an automatic chart. Um, oh, that's nice. So, I started it on May 10th. And today is the okay. 27th. Oh, so it's actually been uh, almost 20 days, but I'm down 10 pounds. Wow. That's amazing. And still, like, I don't do restrictive diets. I lose motivation. So it's that same thing of, like, right. I just needed to pay somebody to tell me what to do. Yeah. And I am also struggling not to make it my personality. <laughs> I feel like Noom was made for you. It knows your personality. Kickboxing was probably made for you. I really think so because I don't have to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Someone tells me what to do and I can just focus on doing what I need to do and not worry about other people looking at me because everyone is so focused on what they're doing. I don't have time to worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the high intensity that you want. Oh, and you get to do like all the stuff that makes you feel like like a bamf because I don't want to say the whole word, but you're like like roundhouse kicking and da-da-da. you know what bamf yeah. is, right? Uh, no. It's bad <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that is exactly how I feel, especially when I nail a roundhouse kick. I was like, ooh, that was good. Uh (laughs) Or like when I nail a combo, I feel so good. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. I know. (laughs) (laughs) On a less intense note, Mike and I are trying to buy a house. Um, not anyone in particular <laughs> because we've been outbid twice. Mm. Um, so it's kind of just like a, so we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get a house. I don't know. Yeah. That's exciting. But I mean, like long-term goals, I'd rather stay where I am because I love my home mm-hmm. and I don't want to leave my home. It's just really expensive to live here. So yeah, maybe there's some financial changes coming in my future. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe it just shakes out that you end up staying for another turn and you save up in the meantime and then you check again later. Yeah. For now, it's we're trying to buy a house. Theoretically, maybe if the right one comes along. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like dating. Eh. Yeah. (laughs) We'll try. See what happens. If not, it's just whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, my realtor, super sweet. She is literally an angel. I love her. Yay. That makes it so much better. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like a friend is helping me buy a house and not just someone who's trying to turn a profit. Right. That's good. Like she talks about her kids all the time and how she was like, if you were my daughter, I don't think I'd want you to live here. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to take that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. As a no. Yes. That's ideal. That's exactly how um, my realtor was because he was also a family friend, is a family friend. Uh huh. So it was that, what do you think? And he'd be like, no. And you need somebody to just be like, "Mm -mm." or you know, yeah. you say a vague sentence and they're like, ah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that's how I'm brewing. Yay. High intensity. Lots of changes. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get fit before the wedding. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Honestly, right now, I've been doing this for about a month and I haven't lost any weight. Mm. 
but I could be gaining muscle. I might be in that in-between stage where I'm neither, I'm doing neither and I'm just existing, but I sweat my butt off every single day. So yeah, if anything, my heart's getting healthier, you know? Yeah. I'm not just sitting still and it's not just going to be my physical appearance that's changing. Mm -hmm. It's now my energy. It's my appetite. You know, my sleep is getting better. Good. So. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good things. Mm Mm-hmm. I was just thinking the other day of like, because you sent out stuff for bridesmaids dresses. And I was like, oh, I can start mm-hmm. looking. And then I was like, wait, neither of us can really look at anything just yet. Because like, my goal is to lose 60 pounds by December. So like, I can't try on a dress right now, if that yeah. works out. And if you're working on getting fit of like, you know, if your body changes, you don't want to go start something now. I was like, okay, well, I'll wait. <laughs> I really want to. I am still going to be going dress shopping in July. So True. I'm at least going to get an idea of what I want. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see how if my body's changed at all by then. I mean, that's May, June, July, two months away. Yeah. Because it's the 22nd of July. So mm-hmm. it's the end. So it's still two months away. So we'll see if it within three months of doing anything if this has changed yeah you'll have a better idea of like what your body might be doing if you just continue so yeah yeah are you ready to talk about amazing things yes absolutely i mean we have been talking about amazing things but i'm ready for more amazing things are you ready for coffee related amazing things yes yes i am nice i do have a quick fire question before we jump right into my favorite subject Ooh, okay do you think ice cream and coffee belong together I don't know if I've ever had ice cream and like actual just straight up liquid coffee. I've had coffee flavors with ice cream and that was excellent. And coffee flavored ice cream is excellent. And I've actually been eating a lot of, um, you know, the Wii yogurts. Yes. They have a mocha chocolate one. And I know that's not ice cream, but yogurt is like kind of close and it is Mm -hmm. phenomenal. So flavor wise, yes. Yogurt is delicious. Texture wise, probably, but I haven't had it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was thinking of this question, I figured you had never had an affogato mm-hmm. and may have little knowledge on what an affogato is, depending on if I rambled or not. I, you know? I learned what it was <laughs> when you went to Italy, and I've been very excited to try it since then, but I didn't because I wanted to wait until we did it on the podcast. <laughs> so... I more was considering you giving an answer relating coffee flavored ice cream or like frappuccinos, which are kind of like a coffee ice cream, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like coffee milkshake is what I call those. Yeah. 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 What about (laughs) you? Do you think coffee and ice cream belong together? I think coffee and ice cream can be an amazing combination and they kind of complement each other with intensity and mellowness. Mm Mm-hmm. So they can be absolutely beautiful, but there's always a wrong way to do it. So I'm always hesitant on when things are coffee flavored. Usually coffee and ice cream are are good to go. Good. Well, there's good news for you then. (laughs) Yes, there is. An affogato Mm -hmm. is easily one of the most beautiful food drinks. And I'm probably going to call it that a lot. Okay. (laughs) Food drinks I've ever tried. Mm -hmm. There's... There is a lot of nostalgia factor here mm. for me, mostly because of the story I'm about to tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm curled up and ready. Have I actually told this story on podcast all the way? Uh, I don't remember. I may have. So for listeners, um, a, a story relating to my new favorite food drink um, or 
a news story relating to my food <laughs> drink. Yeah. So it was actually one year ago, like this week. Oh. That at the end of May, beginning of June, me, my mom, and my dad flew out to Milano, which is Milan, mm-hmm. where we met up with my brother, who had already been there for already over a month. Mm-hmm. He had decided before he went back to flight school that he wanted to do some traveling up and down Italy mm-hmm. and just really be by himself. Okay. So he flew over to Italy all by himself. He flew, I think he flew into Venice and stayed a little while there and went to Naples and just all up and down Italy, mm-hmm. traveling and learning. And he already spoke some Italian by the time when he went over there. But now, Italian. Well, I was going to say, he is the one that I'm pretty sure when we called him the first time to help us with Italian on the podcast, it was prior to this trip. So It was very much prior to this trip. (laughs) Which, his Italian was still pretty decent at this point. Mm -hmm. But it was very textbook Italian, you know? Yeah. Not, I know how to fluently speak the language Italian. Mm -hmm. After a whole month there, he was very natural and could... Not just natural in the language, but he understood the culture and just mannerisms that make a, a place a place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't go up to an American and say, hello, my name is Julia and I would like to order French fries with steak sauce, please. Uh-huh. You'd be like, hi, can I get an order of fries with extra steak sauce, you know? Yeah. It'd be, it's like that. You, he's very, he's very natural speaking Italian now. That's awesome. Anyways. Anyway. (laughs) We fly into Milan Mm -hmm. and then we take a series of two trains into a town, into a series of towns called Cinque Terre. Mm -hmm. The series, which is a series of five towns, which is what the name Cinque Terre translates to. Cinque is five. Mm -hmm. Terra is town Uh (laughs) (laughs) wow which are each separated by mountains and valleys that sounds very nice and it it, it's beautifully picturesque it's very um i don't know if you've seen uh luca i think you've seen seen luca Luca. Mm -hmm. do you know how the train goes into the mountain right by the seaside that's literally what this town looks like. In fact, it's based on that town. I think the first time I watched Luca was like within the same month that you were leaving. And I was like, look at this movie. And you're like, yeah, I'm going there. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, that's we so cool. actually passed the town on our way home mm-hmm. that Luca was based in. <laughs> like the exact town that the animators traveled to to, to learn. Mm-hmm. We traveled throughout these towns the main way between the five towns is by train Mm -hmm. uh there's a train that runs throughout them and then all the way to the major cities or you can hike which we did hike over a mountain once it was kind of a little bit of a nightmare Mm. for me Mm -hmm. but we had a great time good it was really cool to say that i climbed an entire mountain to go to the next town (laughs) It was pretty awesome. Back in my day, you had to climb the mountain uphill both ways to get to the next town. Literally, yes. Uh When these, before the trains and being able to make these tunnels, that's how people got between these towns. Oh, yeah. Well, same with like the United States. Like, uh, we're going to go through the mountain because going over it or around it sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So while I was there, I got to 
I got the chance to try a lot of different foods and drinks. And since we had already started the podcast and actually mentioned this coffee, I think in Coffee 101, mm-hmm. I need to go back and verify that. <laughs> I put that in my notes and I meant to do that way later, earlier. It's fine. I really wanted to try an affogato. Mm-hmm. Originally, when we were first setting up the podcast and just doing our little meetings to get everything together, uh-huh. affogato was a curse word for us that we used. <laughs> yeah. Which was adorable. Mm-hmm. Have we used it? No. A little. <laughs> but only since you reminded me of it. <laughs> I think we used it literally once. Mm-hmm. And it was the beginning <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> okay, twice. I think we used it in a previous episode once. Ah, okay. So it was just, I, I really wanted to try it because I didn't know where else to find it. Mm-hmm. You know how here in the United States we say something is Italian, but in fact it's more Italian-American? Yeah. I was really worried that when we went over there, my search for this coffee beverage would go unfound because it would just be an American creation. Mm. Coffee and ice cream sounds very American to me. Yeah. So I was worried that, you know, it'd be like, oh, stupid American. (laughs) (laughs) No affogato made up. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Well, I believe it was on our first or second night there that we found this little gelato shop just down the hill from our Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And this place served affogados. Oh, yes. It was on the menu. Yes. So I got to try my first affogato in Italy, served the proper way. And I've got to say, it was amazing. Yeah. I, it's, I, my, one, either my, one of my family members took my picture while I'm eating my first affogato. Mm-hmm. And the smile I had on my face was literally pure joy. No. That's awesome. It was, it's one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken because I just have this cute little dumb smile. I'm like, (laughs) I'm tearing up thinking about it. I love this so much. I'm good. Okay. I'm not like sad at all. I'm just really emotional right now. Fair. I will post this picture. I think we've posted it before Mm -hmm. um, when we talked about my Italy trip, just saying, hey, I came back from Italy. Yeah. But I'll post it again so that we have reference and some context. Mm -hmm. I went back every single night to get an affogato <laughs> after I found it. Uh-huh. It was my favorite evening snack. Good. It was sweet and made the per- made for the perfect dessert after dinner, and it had enough caffeine to get me through evening drinks, which <laughs> became a thing for some reason. I feel like it's required for that to become a thing when you're on vacation in the summertime in Italy, or really any European mm-hmm. country. It was a really nice way to wind the night down, especially when we were still kind of jet lagged and confused on time. Mm-hmm. We just kind of stayed up, had drinks, forced ourselves to go to bed at a normal time so that we could reset our clocks. Mm-hmm. So that affogato hit the spot. That's lovely. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've explained a little too much about my trip. Humble <laughs> 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 Maybe I should actually tell you what it is now. <laughs> yes, please. So an affogato is simply one to two scoops of gelato or ice cream mm-hmm. and one to two shots of espresso. Oh. That's it. Well, that's easy. Yeah, that's that's it's really simple. It's typically served in a glass. Like if you were to give it a, get it at a coffee shop, like a coffee coffee shop, you know, I got this at a gelato shop. Mm. So, you know. Yeah. I had a little paper cup. Uh-huh. But typically, it's served in glass. Hmm. It just really depends on where you get it. Yeah. Or if you make it for yourself. 
True. I will be making it in a glass. Me too. I have a little mason jar waiting. <laughs> I'm going to use my little my little short glass that I use for like everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. The best part about this is that it doesn't really have a set recipe. Mm-hmm. You can really make this however you want it. You're you can do one shot of espresso and lots and lots of gelato. Mm-hmm. Um you can use a good quality ice cream. My favorite way to have it was actually with dark chocolate gelato mm. with espresso over top. So it was like this really rich mocha. Uh-huh. Mm. It was so good. Uh. So just for recipe sake, I did find a recipe from recipesfromitaly.com. Well, <laughs> I wonder where the recipe's from. <laughs> Apparently Italy. <laughs> um, they suggest to make a small cup of espresso for each person. Mm-hmm. You can make the espresso concentrated and of good quality, either with espresso machine or with a tr- traditional Italian mocha. Do you know what a mocha pot looks like? No. Okay, so... A mocha pot, I think we've actually used it as a graphic in some of our social media. Oh, maybe. It has a little base like this, uh-huh. and then it has a kettle-looking part that that triangles up with a spout. Oh, and then okay. It, it has like a little bubbler on top. Uh-huh. Yes, I know what so it is. So you put the coffee grounds in the bottom, and it goes through the mocha pot and bubbles out into espresso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the traditional ways that you could use to make your espresso. I'm using an espresso maker. I think you have instant espresso. Mm -hmm. So there's really no going wrong here. Yeah. Uh, If you have neither, brew extra strong coffee. And then you're going to put a little bit of coffee in the cup so that it does not overflow once you place the gelato I'm actually going to do gelato first, then espresso. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, that's what I pictured. Like when you said we're making avocado, it makes more sense to pour it over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as a matter of fact, uh, yeah, I'm going to brew it into one of my little cups and then just pour it in. Mm. Yeah. And that's it. You can customize it however you want. Add whipped cream. I'm not going to judge. Um, this is a food drink, meaning you're going to have a spoon because you're going to eat the ice cream with the espresso, but it's going to melt because it has hot espresso in there. Mm-hmm. And then you just drink the rest. All right. I, that was like my <laughs> fundamental question when I woke up this morning is how do I consume this, drinking it or with a spoon? You can have your creamer and eat it too. Perché non entrambi? Why not both? da 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 is that in Italian? <laughs> yeah. That's very bad Italian. Awesome. But I Google translate. I would it. call Tim right now, but he is currently on a sailboat in the middle of the Atlantic. Fine. Reception's not gonna be great. <sighs> Doesn't he know we have questions to ask him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he chooses not to answer. <laughs> That's rude. All right, you ready to go make our uh affogato? Yeah, I am. <laughs> All right. So I recommend getting uh, a spoon with some gelato and just kind of getting some espresso in there. All right. Drink. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my God. I made my espresso really strong um, because being on Noom, I haven't had a ton of sugar. And uh, mm-hmm. I licked my, uh, my little scoopy thingy clean and it tasted so sweet. <laughs> also, I don't think we've explicitly said I'm doing Talenti vanilla caramel swirl gelato with espresso. 
I am doing vanilla haagen so I tried to choose a high-quality ice cream mm -hmm. because I couldn't find a gelato that I really liked. My God, this was amazing. I wanted just a plain-flavored gelato, and that was not happening. Mm. Oh, all of my ice cream melted. Oh. Mine was really, really cold. It hurt my finger when I moved it off the scoop, so mine's going to be here for a minute. <laughs> And then you just mm -hmm. drink it. <laughs> this is exactly what I was expecting, and I am so delighted. Can you imagine how good this tasted after being absolutely exhausted? <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's late at night. You're full from dinner, and you just need something, just something a little sweet and to mm -hmm. get you home. This <sighs> puppy. I'm convinced this thing carried me up the hill every night. <laughs> when i tell you it was at the bottom of a hill the bottom this might be one of my favorite things that we've ever done really Mm-hmm. oh <laughs> now the trick is going to be to not eat mm. one of these every day <laughs> they're really good and they're so great mm -hmm. in the summer this is what i want after i go mm. swimming <laughs> yeah that's fair see i usually crave a peanut butter and jelly sandwich after i go swimming oh interesting i tend to crave cheese See, I know what mine is, and it's that when I was growing up, my best friend lived around the corner from me, and they had an in-ground pool, which I actually pretty much learned to swim in that pool. Uh-huh. And her mom would always make uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for us when we got out. Mm -hmm. Aw. That was also the backyard where I ever, I knocked the wind out of my lungs for the first time ever, and I panicked because we were playing popcorn on the trampoline. Ooh. I popped. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. It's okay. It went away. I am currently looking up where we stayed in Manarola mm -hmm. so that I can find the name of the gelato shop. Oh, I think I found it. Gelateria Sorbetaria. Yes. Yes. So now that we're done taking a trip down memory lane, mm -hmm. literally. <laughs> <laughs> there is a memory lane here, by the way. Don't know if you knew that. Oh, I didn't. Yep. Are you ready to actually talk about affogados and a little bit of history behind them? Yeah. So from what I've read, affogato doesn't have a super rich history like some of our other drinks do. Mm -hmm. However, there is some he said, she said going on here and some maybe dates as I'm going to put them. <laughs> okay. Per usual, I'm going to start with what I do know mm -hmm. about the drink. Okay. We do know what the name of this drink means. Do you have any guesses? Um, I'm going to guess... Ice cream espresso. That's a great... That's actually... You're on the right track. <laughs> Is it espresso ice cream? No, oh. but it's very literal. Okay. It's a little play on words. I don't know if you'll guess it. Mm -hmm. The direct translation from Italian to English is drowned. Oh. This is referencing the drink's appearance as the gelato is literally drowned in espresso. <laughs> so when I put my, my espresso... The video that didn't record, when I put the espresso over my gelato and then my gelato went... Bah! back up to the top it was screaming for help yes all right <laughs> <laughs> this is a really great appropriate food name for the food drink mm -hmm. as for some of the messy stuff the drink seems to be co-invented by some like-minded individuals okay. and they aren't all exactly the same but they do have similar origins gotcha so just to give some quick context, and I said quick, and this ended up being a good chunk of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about ice cream. All right. 
I'm down. <laughs> little little side note. Yeah. <laughs> ice cream was invented roughly 6,000 years ago, mm. which was formally made from fruits and honey in China, and then later passed down to the Egyptians, who turned it into a fruit juice slush, huh. and then passed it on to the caliphs of Baghdad, mm. who mixed snow with fruit juices, making sherbets. Ah. And then... Marco Polo brought it to Europe in the ninth in the thirteenth century. I keep forgetting that's a real person. Yeah, not just a pool game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was handed down through traveling. Just just ice cream. Yeah, that's still cool though. At least the concept of what can be ice cream. We still haven't made it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still not creamy, but it is icy. Exactly. This is more iced fruit that is slushy. Okay. And this may go without being said. They don't have refrigerators Mm -hmm. or freezers. So this kind of thing was really only enjoyed by nobility. That makes sense. And we'll touch on that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until about the 16th century that we started mixing ice and milk. And this was done by a French cook in an English court who mixed juice with milk. That sounds gross. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. (laughs) It kind of, I'm just kind of thinking about Cold Stone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This was such a revelation that King Charles I rewarded the cook and deemed that it only may be eaten at the royal table. Well, that's rude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's expensive and hard to make. Yeah, but like, well, it's so great. I'm so proud of you. It's mine. I mean, it's typical, <laughs> but still. Even at this point, ice cream still wasn't really popular and not even available until the 1660s when Francesco Procopio's grandfather, didn't get a name for it, (laughs) invented a machine that would mix fruits, sugar, and ice, kind of like an ice cream machine. Okay. Francesco ended up opening a shop called Cafe Procope, which is still open in Paris, where ice cream and coffee was sold. So the two things were together. Mm -hmm. We now have ice cream and coffee coexisting. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. (laughs) (laughs) The machine made its way to Italy, where it became very popular. And then in the 1770s, made its way to New York, Mm -hmm. where, boom, we're getting some explosions going here. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Side note, this man, Francesco Procopio, (laughs) is credited as the inventor of gelato. Oh, okay. Double side note, the Americas are still a colony at this point. Mm -hmm. And it's cool knowing that it was in colonial times. Yeah. Just not readily. Right. But still, it's there. Uh, There was one part of the article that mentioned that George Washington himself made sure to try one of these gelatos made from the ice cream machine (laughs) that was made from francesco procopio's grandfather Mm. cool stuff weird overlapping time stuff couldn't really get my head around it and it's also not super consistent across articles so i I thought it'd be cool to Mm. mention it but not a historian not good with dates (laughs) i don't remember that from hamilton (laughs) alexander (laughs) try this thing (laughs) It's just him running around screaming for ice cream. (laughs) During this time, while ice cream is still really making a movement, they do, in fact, have coffee-flavored ice cream. Oh! So the idea of putting these two together isn't so far-fetched. We Mm -hmm. just have combined it as a flavor, and it's not 
too it's not cereal at this point it's it's a cereal <laughs> bar it's not deconstructed it's not drowning yet no <laughs> while the date isn't clear they do believe that the affogato appeared in italy around the 1950s when ice cream production became more modern and industrialized so the actual idea of the affogato itself is a more recent invention but all the components were there it's just maybe someone put these two things together but it didn't take off Mm -hmm. on this scale that's a long time in between like coffee ice cream and putting ice cream in coffee it's such an easy concept in theory and it just never really Mm -hmm. happened maybe someone said why would i want to make my cold thing hot didn't we just try so long to keep it cold (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> Until this point, 1950s, ice cream was still mm. made from snow and stored in underground oh. caves for temperature control. So they still had snow cones. They used snow essentially as ice to make the ice cream. So Interesting. Ice cream was still very hard to come by until the 1950s when it started becoming industrialized. Mm-hmm. I could do a whole episode on ice cream. <laughs> I kind of have. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Another version of the invention of this beautiful drink dates back a little further when a famous Franciscan friar, Angelico, didn't get a last name, was working on preparing liqueurs in the in the 17th century. He lived in the province of Cuno, Cuno, Cuneo, which is in the Piedmont region of Italy. Specifically, the liqueur he was working on is a hazelnut liqueur called Frangelico. Oh. You can buy it at Total Wine for $32.99, depending on where you live. I have seen that bottle and been like, what is that? And then kept walking. It is shaped like a fryer. Yeah. It's really cool. Definitely look it up. I did add a link to it for you to check out. Uh, specifically the one from Total Wine, not a sponsor, just gave me a good price and I know what Total Wine is. Anyways, in this long story, this is going to end up being a hearsay. It just occurred to him to add vanilla okay. ice cream with espresso. Yeah. I. That's all they gave me. <laughs> you just one day go, you know what? I'm going to do this. So he's also considered to be someone who co-invented an affogato. Hmm. But of these two, the first one makes a little more sense, considering that the Industrial Revolution may have helped the drink along and resources would have been really difficult to come by in the 1600s. Yeah. It wouldn't be impossible since the ice cream machine does date back this far so he would have had the resources to do it Mm -hmm. but i don't think a fryer is gonna be it's i don't think they're gonna have the monetary resources to get these kind of things right one more side note Uh uh-huh the invention of the ice cream machine officially is credited to nancy johnson who invented the hand crank ice cream maker it's literally a wooden barrel that you crank yeah this occurred in 1843, so I'm a little confused about the gelato machine. Huh. There's a lot of date mix-up 
in this story. It's a lot of, I invented it. No, I invented. This mm-hmm. is definitely Italian. It might be German. Or it might be mm-hmm. French. It's a little bit of everything. I have a question that you might not know the answer to. Okay. What is the actual difference between ice cream and gelato? That's a great question, and I meant to look it up. <laughs> okay. According to Food Network, mm-hmm. while both gelato and ice cream contain cream, milk, and sugar, there are differences. Authentic gelato uses more milk and less cream than ice cream does. Gelato doesn't use egg yolks when ice cream can. Okay. Gotcha. And when you add enough egg yolks, you get French ice cream, which is a different thing. Right. The Van Leeuwen ones that you can get at Walmart now, those are considered French ice creams because of how much egg yolk is in it. Gotcha. Okay. It makes it really rich and smooth. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep eyeing them up like I want to try it, but the flavors just haven't been like anything that I was like, oh, I want to get that. So easy answer, proportions. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. So I feel like there were a lot of rabbit holes associated with this drink. <laughs> Here is a too long didn't read. Okay. Affogato is a cold and warm drink made with gelato and espresso. It's enjoyed mostly in the summertime and it was probably invented in Italy or at least became popular there. There was some hearsay mm-hmm. about this also being invented in France, but maybe we can do an alternate history or something where I actually find this and more evidence for it. This food mm-hmm. drink is super duper yummy and can be enjoyed preferably after a meal this is a solid food drink. it's literally one of my favorite things ever <laughs> it might be one of my favorite foods and one of my favorite drinks it, it's it's a solid and i love how customizable it is yeah like i the vanilla caramel gelato i use was perfect for what i was looking for Mm-hmm. But like you said earlier, if you wanted more of like a mocha vibe, you could do like a chocolate one and it's going to be completely different. I I don't think I'm going to use the Haagen-Dazs in the future. I thought it was going to be richer and creamier. Um, it was a little uh-huh. crystallized. So I think there's mm. I think the more creamy an ice cream is. So a French ice cream or a gelato is going to be much better for this recipe. But in a pinch, it works. Yeah. Pouring the hot espresso over top of the creamy gelato that I had made it froth a little Yes, at the top. that is one it's of my lovely. favorite things. Next time you come to Charleston, mm-hmm. we're going to go downtown and there is a little shop that makes gelato or affogados. Uh, uh, <gasps> okay. It's so good. I get one every single time we go downtown now. It's my little bit of Italy. <laughs> so that is all of the actual information I have on affogados. Uh-huh. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did because I could talk about it literally all day. I feel like I just took a mini vacation to Italy, so. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you around town anytime you want. Yeah. We should start doing that. Just be like, I need a vacation. We'll just Google street maps to somewhere. <gasps> we could make um, a drink that's local to the area and then just Google explore. <gasps> yes. Oh, that'd be fun. We'll we should that. do that. New mini content unlocked. Um, I do have a semi-related quiz for us to take. Okay. I couldn't find anything about affogatos, but I did find something about ice cream. So we're going to oh. find out what kind of ice cream flavor describes us to a T by eating a big breakfast. We could. We're just rolling out mini sweet ideas today. We could see what we get. And then if we feel like it, we could try this ice cream flavor in an affogato. <gasps> 
Ooh, yes. If they're okay. decent. I don't know if it's like strawberry how I'm going to feel about it, but we'll see. It could be fine. I guess True. we'll find out. Yep. First off, what sweet food will you be enjoying? We have French toast, pancakes, crepes, waffles, banana bread, cinnamon rolls, blueberry muffins, or donuts. Mm. Typically, I go for waffles. With I had breakfast. waffles for breakfast. Oh, nice. <laughs> Do you like waffles? I Yeah, I like waffles. Mm. I think I'm going to build my ideal breakfast here. Okay. I'm choosing crepes. Ooh. I have a feeling I'm going to end up roughly building uh, the all-star special from Waffle House. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just good. We're two different people sometimes. <laughs> so what are you choosing? Waffles? Yes, waffles. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. <laughs> what side dish will you consume? Uh, some of these are not side dishes. Yeah. Eggs, sausage, bacon, a biscuit, just one, potatoes, <laughs> yogurt parfait, fried apples, or a fruit cup? Um, I guess I'll go with eggs because it doesn't feel like a proper breakfast without eggs. That's fair. I'm choosing potatoes. I love potatoes. Okay. Like usually my, my side is potatoes because the main is the egg, you know? How am I going to choose between these? Oh. Which pastry will you be adding to your plate? Croissant. Croissant. That's croissant. <laughs> Pan <laughs> au chocolat, which is like a croissant, but it has chocolate tubes in it. Uh-huh. Beignets. Empanada. What kind of empanada? Probably. It looks like just dough. Hmm. Apple strudel. Baklava. Brioche or a cannoli, which it's been dipped in pistachio chips instead of chocolate chips. Hmm. I thought it, <laughs> I thought it was green onion. It's like an interesting <laughs> choice. Um, I'm going to go with the chocolate bread. The pan au chocolat? Yep. I'm going to go with a beignet. We got two right. French things going on here. Yep. Which fruit will you grab? Banana, raspberries, watermelon, strawberries, peach, Kiwi, blueberries, or grapes? Um, I'm going to go strawberries. This is tough for me. It has my favorite ever fruit, uh -huh. and then one of my favorite seasonal fruits, and another one of my se favorite seasonal fruits. Mm. I'm going to choose kiwi. I don't like watermelon. I love watermelon. I was mm -hmm. torn between banana, watermelon, and kiwi. Mm. Oh, wait. Sorry. What you What'd you choose? Strawberries? strawberries yeah i just chose the wrong two first i chose banana and then raspberries oh okay <laughs> which hearty dish will you be trying oatmeal avocado toast that's not very hearty <laughs> smoothie bowl breakfast burrito that looks like a giant wheel of cheese the way it's framed it, it, they made it on a panini press is the problem Yum. so it's like a a brick it's a thick boy yeah frittata toast and jam Porridge or quiche? Quisha. Um, I'm going to go avocado toast. Mm, that's so good. Toast. I've never had a smoothie bowl. I don't know if I would like the texture very much. What's the difference between a frittata and a quiche? Crushed? I think so. I think a frittata also tends to be closer, like a eggier than a quiche would. 
You know, I haven't added any actual protein to my meal yet, so I'm going to say frittata. Okay. <laughs> this should be easy. Which drink will you be having? Milk, orange juice, coffee, hot cocoa, lemonade, matcha green tea, apple juice, or water? If I'm eating this much breakfast, it's water. Oh, that makes sense. I'm having yeah. coffee. I figured. If I'm just enjoying it, it's going to be coffee or matcha. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Finally, which other specific food will you try? Pumpkin pancakes, mixed berry smoothie, blueberry scones, only if they're my dad's, mm-hmm. hot cross buns, <laughs> <laughs> lemon pound cake, chocolate chip waffles that's actually what i had for breakfast or (laughs) overnight oats which i have frequently oh or Mm -hmm. i'm full lame not in this quiz it's a picture of nothing okay what if hold on so i've had water avocado toast strawberries chocolate bread egg and a waffle so much food um I need more not bread things. <laughs> I've had crepes, potatoes, beignets, kiwis, a frittata. This is a lot of food and coffee. Mm-hmm. I probably need something light. Yeah, I'm going to do the overnight oats. I'm going to do the mixed berry smoothie. Okay. Ooh. Oh, this actually probably would be good in an avocado. I think this is good in an avocado. I think I've had it before. Mm. You're calm and respect. You're a calm and respectful person. You try your best to always be a mediator in any and every situation. You can get on people's nerves occasionally because they mistake your nonchalance for aloofness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about some of that for you. Your cookie dough. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. You actually got a different answer. I did? Yes. Oh, okay. what a what a rare occurrence. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, actually, I just read over this. This applies kind of until like the last sentence. Okay. You're like a breath of fresh air. You're honest and can be blunt at times, but you also have a soft side. Sometimes people perceive you as mean, but your intent is hardly ever malicious, which I don't think that applies. Uh, you are mint chocolate chip. Which you would not like, but I no. might like in a thingy. In an Can we, like, do a tradesies? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think it's funny that both of our things have chocolate chips in it. Uh-huh. Because what they show is more like chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm. Oh, yum. Yeah, I would never try the, the mint one. Your picture is a hand holding a cone with, like, mint chocolate chip ice cream that has been licked to be smooth and a little, like, somebody was enjoying it. And it's just, like, a background of green leaves. Hmm. Actually, I think my dad did have a mint one while we were there, and he liked it. Mm-hmm. I can't. I think it was dad that tried it. Mom is the reason I'm not a big fan of mint. She also does not really like mint. Oh. So Makes I'm sense. not alone in my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like uh, dad and my brother, neither of which like peanuts, but neither of which have a nut allergy or peanut allergy. They just don't like them. Mm-hmm. anyways that's everything i have for this episode yeah i am i'm like i'm perfectly energized and ready for dinner now 
Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to go cook some steak and heat up some green beans. I'm very excited. They're Italian green beans, actually. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Did you know they put green beans and potatoes in pesto? Like ground up or like in a pesto pasta dish? In a pesto pasta dish. It will always have potatoes and green beans. I did not. Very rarely does it not. <laughs> I'd be down with the potatoes. It depends on how they, what kind of green beans we're talking. It's like a uh, crisp tender. So they like cook the it most, ones? yeah. Okay. And cut into beans, like oh, okay. smaller segments, not like yeah. whole big green beans. Like the Italian green beans I'm eating today are the canned ones that are like really thick. Yeah, really they're they're kind of so like good. that. Okay. Anyways, that's all I have. Anyway, <laughs> cool. <laughs> that was fun. It was a really good episode. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you, listeners, for listening to me ramble and humble brag about my trip to Italy, but more about the food that I fell in love with while I was there. Mm-hmm. As always, all of our sources are going to be in the episode notes. This is going to include my research sources, the quiz, and the recipe that I used for the affogato. You can also find our podcast at webrewgood.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, hopefully soon YouTube, hopefully soon Pandora. Maybe by the time this is up, both of those things. Depends on how high my motivation stays in the next couple weeks. Woo! Yeah! And you can always find us on social media. This is going to be on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at WeBrewGood. Or you can send us an email at WeBrewGood at gmail.com. So while we were walking around uh, Manarola... We were petting this stray cat who just wanted some water. Uh And it just made me think of all the guinea pigs that could have been roaming around looking for water. Mm -hmm. What if instead they were just on vacation exploring the towns and going to get their own little gelato caffeine free? Uh Uh-huh. And probably cream free. So um, (laughs) sorbets. They were getting sorbets. Yeah. And they were trying the pesto dishes with the potatoes and the green beans. Mm-hmm. Num, 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 num. And they <laughs> were jumping in the Mediterranean from the big rock because I think guinea pigs can swim to an extent. Probably. The Mediterranean, when we were swimming, we actually learned um, it's a little saltier than the ocean because we would try to dive down and immediately go back up. <laughs> <laughs> so... While these little guinea pigs are swimming around, doing their thing, they'd be coming back up, sun-kissed, salt-scrubbed, and it's really good for your skin, and it helps them stay Stay brutiful. I was going to say for our uh, our listeners that stick around after the music, uh, according to Tiny Tales to You, guinea pigs are excellent swimmers. So there you go. Well, there uh-huh. you go. They would have had a blast. That's oh, actually yeah. where I found your rock. You Yay. got to see the my, place where I found your rock. I have a little tray on my dining room table that has like some of my succulents, and then it has the Monstera rock you painted me, and then the Maid of Honor rock. And they are the only rocks allowed on that table. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think it's a piece of marble or granite that came from the mountain. 
So it's potentially oh, kind of expensive. You. And it's custom. You're welcome. <laughs> I found it. Yes. <laughs> in the water. <laughs> I love my rocks wet. <laughs> <laughs> 